What's up, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Frameskip. I am your host for the evening, Elijah Steele, and with me is George Cam Newton Loftus. It's a me, the guy who can't throw a pass very far. How many, how many yards did he have this week? Uh, I was like 40 something. I, I don't know. Um, on it, that, that game was on a Thursday. I was really excited because I actually like playing the Rams. Historically, we've done very well against the Rams. 2 0 in Super Bowls. You know, yeah, it, like it just it feels good. This, um, this game was historically the opposite direction. Oh, God. Yeah, it sucked. Um, but it was nice just because it really freed up my Sunday, just not having to watch the Pats play. And hey, uh, there you go. Oh, God, it was nice. I had a whole Sunday to act. It was an actual Sunday, not a football obsessed. I mean, I still watched a lot of football, but not as uh, intensely as I normally would have. Uh, all the anxiety and stress of will my team win? Will my team lose? I was gone. So that was very nice. I um, I went into this week on uh, four in four of my leagues in playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I came out of this week in none of my leagues in playoffs. You got bounced. In all of them. Oh, man, I had a buy in all of mine. That's what I was going to say. Like, the one game I normally play, I didn't get to play this weekend. Uh, that was another reason why I was like, oh, I don't have to watch a single frame of uh, a football this weekend. But Meanwhile, uh, the Eagles decided, you know what? Let's beat the Saints. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I'm an Eagles fan, and I saw that never coming. Yeah, and then who the, who the Washington football team beat? 49ers. Yeah, and like now they're in first place for the the division. One of the reasons I'm out of one of my leagues. Really? All they needed to do was stay under 20 points, and I won. Uh, sorry, buddy. They ended with 28. Oh man. Uh, so you call me? Uh, I I know your normal nickname is Elijah, the the ladies' man, Steel. Yes. I've been working on a new nickname for you. Ooh. Because I know one of your interests is that game Apex. Yes. And I also know that you're a ladies' man, according to your nickname. So I was thinking, what about Elijah, the Apex Adonis Steel? I like it. Yeah, that I, could, I that like could just be our special. We don't have to like. We use that as a test to see if anyone listens, like anyone from the podcast, if they actually listen to this episode. No, that's a, that's a very good idea. I approve of that. Yeah. I mean, Austin's going to listen because he has to. But yeah, but I always used to sneak in like really uh, deranged lines of copy when I was sending stuff to an art director and that was how I knew if they read everything. That's a really good idea. Yeah. It's, and it's like my buddy Colin is just like, yeah, man, I looked over those lines. They were great. I'm like, Oh yeah. Even the line that says my name is Colin and I have a tiny micro penis. Like even that line <laughs> you, you approve with that line. Okay. So <sighs> it's just us for the day. Yeah. Everyone else is busy or has stuff going on. So we are going to have one of our classic fireside chats one toasty up in here one not in my room it's cold in here one of the topics we've wanted to talk about for a while is trophies Mm. so that's what we're going to focus on this week yeah it's not going to be your basic episode where we talk about any news or anything like that we are going to talk about what we've been playing and then just go right into everything trophies so Why don't we get started right away? George, what have you been playing? I have been playing 
honestly, not very much. It's that time of year where you got family obligations, you got friend obligations, and honestly, there's just other stuff I want to do besides play games. Uh, the things I have been playing, though, I've been spending more time with Assassin's Creed. Uh, I started playing Magic the Gathering again uh, on Arena. That's Ooh. been fine. I don't know. I'm I'm way more casual at Magic than I was like even a couple years ago. It just kind of bums me out that like what I want to play isn't available on Arena, but there's no intention to bring Magic the Gathering online like their their original yeah, digital client. There's no chance of bringing that to Mac. So I'm just kind of playing a format of Magic I'm not super into, which is a current standard and also just like casual unranked stuff. Um okay. So, like, that's kind of a bummer, but, like, it's still fun playing Magic. It's just, like, not what I want to do. It's not what you want to do, but it's still comfort food. Yeah. Um, Besides that, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm starting to hit a breaking point where that game is just too big. Like, have you ever turned on Netflix and you just, you spend more time looking at what there is to watch as opposed to just actually watching something? Literally last night. Yeah. And so it's just, like, I open up the map and there's just 10,000 things and I'm just, like, Okay, this would be a good quest to start. Okay, ooh, there's some treasure over here I should go explore. Oh, that might be like an armor set. I should probably go check that out. And I'm just like looking at everything. I'm just like, geez, man, I don't think I want to do any of this. So so then I don't. I'm uh, excited and apprehensive about starting Valhalla. It just looks like a 200-hour game, and that's cool and all, but like I would rather a game made me want to spend 200 hours in it than I just knew it was a 200-hour game. yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's just, it's a lot. Uh, to get into like holiday, sort of like cheerful, nostalgic, I uh, I started playing Spyro, like the, the remaster. Oh, nice. Yeah, man, that game is so pretty. And that's like actually like one of the first PS4 games I've really played, like first disc based PS4 games I played on my PlayStation 5. And man, that game is so pretty. The camera's really close. I don't like that very much. But I just it reminded me of being like eight years old going to Walmart when that first opened up in my town. And I just I think I have like permanent neck damage from just going into the video game section because I didn't have a PlayStation growing up and just keeping my neck at like a 85 degree angle. So I could just like look up and just see the <laughs> screen. Uh, but I remember just thinking like Spyro was like incredibly cool thing that I knew nothing about. And Medieval was this incredibly cool thing that I knew nothing about. And Crash Bandicoot was this incredibly cool thing that I knew nothing about. And so it's pretty wild that all those came back on PlayStation 4. Yeah. And, and so I get to sort of like re-explore this little lost corner of the 90s that I don't have much see, experience see, the with. The problem is you are playing them now, so you know something about them. You can't you can't still say that I know nothing about. Yeah, I know Crash Bandicoot is uh, impossibly freaking hard. Jesus. Um, that game's brutal. Yeah. Um, Put it mildly. Uh, I know Medieval is still fun and goofy. And Spyro is just really charming. Um, I like it a lot so far. It's really nice. I feel like I'm in like a not quite a Pixar movie, but in like a Illumination movie. You know? Oh yeah, like a like a DreamWorks movie. I'm sorry. Now all I'm picturing is a bunch of minions running around Spyro. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, that's that's basically the game. Um, little orc minions, but still, yeah, Minions a minion, you know. You're right. Um, besides that, one thing I do want to talk about. It's not a game. Um, I got a new phone back in like September, October. And I had an expiring offer for a year of Apple TV plus like the, their subscription service with shows available. Oh yeah. And I finally cashed that in before I forgot to, cause I was expiring soon. And, um, I was like, yeah, I'll watch the first episode of Ted Lasso. I'll just check it out. 
started that at like 1230 last night. I was up until seven o'clock in the morning and I watched the entire first season. Dang, I've never heard of that. That show is amazing. That show is great. What is it? So it's Jason Sudeikis, who is like a successful college football coach. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that looked funny. And then he's brought into England to be like a soccer coach. And man, it's just it's such a feel good show. And like everyone was talking so positively about him, like how did this show just come out of nowhere? And then I was watching the episode, and then it said uh, developed by Jason Sudeikis, Joe Kelly, and Bill Lawrence. I'm like, oh, Bill Lawrence, that's why this show is so feel good, and everyone just loves it, and it makes them feel warm because he's the guy who did Scrubs. Oh, and, nice! And Cougar Town, and I think he was like a lead writer on Spin City, and so it's just like, oh, you've got actually like a really good pedigree with television that just makes people warm and bubbly. Like that's that's great. Spin City. Which one was that? That's Michael J. Fox. Okay, I watched that occasionally, but I was very young and I had no idea what was actually happening. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why I watched that. And then what was? Oh, oh my God! I'm blanking on who is in Joe Dirt. David Spade. Yeah, just shoot me. Thank you. Just shoot me. That's it. I watched that too. Again, I was like, I don't know, ten years old maybe. Yeah, dude, I, uh, mainlined- like, I don't know what's going on in these shows, but I've watched many, many episodes of both of them. I mainlined the first like four seasons of Just Shoot Me because that is on Hulu. And so like when the pandemic first started, I'm like, I'm going to watch a whole bunch of TV show that I don't remember that well. So I watched like all of that, all of Wings. Um, Yeah, man, 90s, 90s sitcoms, real good. Love them. Wings is such an amazing show. That was one of my favorite shows growing up. It was so much fun, man. It was just two Same. brothers who loved each other, but freaking hated each other just hanging out in nantucket it was great i oh my gosh i cannot remember what is the name of the one guy who also has a business there the bigger guy oh roy roy that's it yeah he was like the rental car concierge guy yeah there was him and then i can't remember his name but tony shalhoub was on that show as like the cab driver yes yeah um and then I, i i can't remember the actor off the top of my head but lowell Oh yeah, uh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I love him. Like, in fact, when that movie Easy A came out a few years ago, um, God, how many years has it been now? Anyhow, I, I feel old. Uh, I wanted to watch it, of course, because Emma Stone. But then it came up, Thomas Hayden Church. I'm like, Yo, I love him. And it's all because <laughs> of Wings. Yeah. And, like that's the only place I knew him from. For right away, I'm like, I'm so excited. He's in this. Yeah, me too. And that's why, I like, oh, Spider Man Three. I'm like, oh, that guy. Like, oh, he's, he's here because he played Sandman in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, that's right. And then he was in uh, that movie. Uh, what's the wine movie? Not Bottle Shock, the other one. Yeah, it's not important. It was a fine movie. Um, so you're saying it was a fine wine movie? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, Sideways, that's what it's called. Sideways. I think I've heard of that. There is like one line, because it's him and Paul Giamatti, and there's like one line in that movie where it's just like, I'm not drinking any Merlot! And I guess like Merlot sales actually dropped like 20 something percent after that movie came out. Really? All like people knew from that movie was that Merlot sucked. See, everything <laughs> I know about Merlot came came from True Blood because when and I'm I'm blanking on a lot of people's names tonight, but the cook who was the best character on that show um he was meeting up with the one senator and the senator goes, I brought you this wine. And he's like, why? Because you said you like Merlot. He's like, no, I said I work at Merlot. 
Uh, and I, that's the one thing that always comes to mind when I hear Merlot. When you, okay, for the record, when you say all I know about Merlot, I learned from true. Like if that's like you don't know about Merlot, man. I don't no, know I know that. nothing okay, about cool. Merlot. I just want to make sure we're clear. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything other than Merlot. That's it. That's literally it. Gotcha. That's the whole all of my knowledge. I'm a red wine guy. I just think Merlot's a little boring. I don't know what kind of wine I'm I think into. It tastes a little too dirty. It just tastes like dirty water. I'm more of a champagne kind of guy. Oh, look at you. I mean, it's only champagne if it's from the champagne region of France. Otherwise, it's sparkling white wine. I'm more of a champagne and or sparkling white wine person. I don't think I'm a douchebag. I've just seen Wayne's World 10,000 times, and that's a line that Rob Lowe had. Okay, but hey, sorry for dis- sorry for taking us down a wine-infused TV show-shaped rabbit hole. Elijah. I feel... I feel drunk just talking about it. Oh, buddy. Well, let's uh, let's it's drunk thoughts or sober truths or whatever that saying is. Tell me your truth, because I know you got something you've been dying to get off your chest for the past couple of weeks that we just haven't had time to get to. What have you been playing? Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is not only the best game I played this year, but it is one of the best games I've played in a number of years. Ooh. Um, <laughs> it is so, so good. It is, so, the whole idea is, like, the series is a brawler, fighter, kind of, and this is a turn-based RPG. And the reason it is, first off, the real-life reason is it was a uh, joke for April Fool's Day, and then everyone liked it so much that they, like, 11 months before the game came out, they decided to change it to a first person or uh, an rpg okay so that happened but in the game the main character ichiban loves the dragon quest series so he sees his life play out like an rpg <laughs> okay that's why the combat is turn-based rpg in it wait do they sorry so this is a sega game yes and they specifically reference dragon Not quest only do they ref- uh, reference it there are sounds from Dragon Quest in it. I wonder, damn, that's really cool. I wonder, like, how Square Enix was cool with that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, apparently, in Dragon Quest, there is a line, something like, it's only a corpse, leave it alone. And in Yakuza, at one point, he goes, it's only a sleeping hobo, leave him alone. Okay. <laughs> like, so much stuff like that. But But that's why it is a turn-based RPG in this world. Because he sees his life living out like an RPG. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, in fact, uh, the main job class, which I'll get to in a moment, one of the best parts, for the main character is Hero. Which is the name of the main character in the original Dragon Quest. Right. Okay, yeah. Uh, he sees himself as the hero in the story. Um so just like any wonderful turn-based RPG of yesteryear, it has a job system, a literal job system. You go to the employment office to switch your character's jobs. And for example, the main party of four I'm using right now, there everybody has their own specific job. And then there is a range of other ones that people can share, such as, the, the main like the main character Ichiban his specific job is hero but then he can also be chef bodyguard I'm trying to remember what all of them are musician barista uh, I don't think so bartender bowling alley attendant 
Uh, no, but uh, I found out the bartender in this what? game is voiced by David Hayter. Uh, lifeguard? Sorry, I'm, um, I'm just trying to guess jobs now. But no, it's like basic jobs like that. And then like another one of the characters I use a lot, uh, Sai Chan, she, like her basic job is uh, barista. Like okay. that, that is that is her like specific one. But then other ones the females can have are idol which is what i'm using her as, as right now uh she's a very good healer that makes sense you love idol games not yes ideally but idol games yes okay and like you know idol idol is what they basically call pop stars over there mm-hmm. so like she's dressed as a pop star and her main weapon is a microphone um did she just did she do buffs like does she like sing a song and get everyone excited yes Yes, like literally, like her healing is she sings, uh, her buffs and debuffs are singing, and her attacks, uh, at least the ones I've unlocked right now, are hitting them with the microphone or kicking them in the nuts. Gotcha. Um. Also, at one point for a while, with the main character, I was running around using a giant vibrator as my weapon. This game <laughs> <Sure>. keeps <laughs> basically every single thing about Yakuza except for the fighting system has not changed one bit. Okay. It is literally still the exact same game in every single way, except for the combat system, which I find amazing that they were able to do that. Uh, You know, there's still all these side missions that range from, man, there was this actor that he's, he's down in his luck. And then, like you have to beat him up to sober him up basically. And then he starts to tell you about his life and like what happened and stuff like that. And it all ends with him deciding, you know what? I want to get back into the business and all that. But then there are other side missions where this man basically made a Roomba and he's like, do you want to invest? I'm making a Roomba that helps clean up the city streets. And Ichiban's like, yeah, I'm in. I will invest a cool million yen which took me a little while to get a hold of. <laughs> and then he pulls out, like has this giant Roomba come along and the Roomba starts going crazy and sucking everything in, including an old lady and a cat uh, that I just, I was too busy laughing at this point. And then you fight the Roomba. Uh, its two main attacks are from like, one side of it, it had like an electrical arm that would shock you with. From the other side, it would shoot hot coffee at you. Sure, yeah. Like most Roombas. And then yeah. once you beat... Yeah, exactly. Once you beat this giant Roomba, you can... Like, it gave you the ability... You can hire it for the management minigame in the game. Uh, just like any Yakuza, this game has so many different mini games, including the Sega arcades where they have Virtual Fighter 2, Virtual Fighter 5, Puyo Puyo Tetris, um, Fantasy Zone, Outrun, like all these, all the classic Sega games sure. you can just play. Uh, but then there are a whole bunch of mini games, like there's the batting cages, there's golf, which I'm terrible at in this game. Uh, it's okay, I am in real life too. And one of the big mini games you come across is the management mini game, which is I need help running this business. Will you help me bring it back into the black? Sure. Oh man, we are really climbing up the stock uh, leaderboards of the city. 
we can own more businesses now. Basically, I'm almost done. Like I'm almost at uh, number one in the city. Mm-hmm. And I own six businesses, including a little confectioner's place, which is the one place you can't uh, change, a- an aquarium, a brothel, an architecture build it like an architectural building um yeah different stuff like oh a karaoke place sure yeah you gotta everyone needs to blow up steam somewhere different like i i'm basically running all these places i have to set like who works there and all that different stuff so you're like sorry you're like an actual like shift manager are you you're like setting people's schedules and stuff yes um basically it's like all right i want this person to work here this person to work here because each person has three different qualities and depending on how the qualities match up depends on like what the business needs, et cetera. So you have to manage like who you want, where and such. It is a stupid little mini game. And last Sunday I spent four hours in a row playing it. Hot damn. Four hours. But it is an easy way to make money too. which is Wonderful. Um, And you have to, so you can invest in Roomba. Yes. Well, right it's now I'm business. Ventures. I'm also <laughs> I'm also investing in there is a workshop called Heavenly Workshop, which is where you can uh, craft weapons and upgrade your weapons okay. and armor. Basically, anything in an RPG is in Yakuza in a very Yakuza style way, which makes it wonderful. Mm-hmm. There's bonds between all the characters that as you increase the bond, you can like change to newer job classes and such. Like one of the one of the the first side character you meet, Adachi, I finally increased his bond to the final, which I'm going to say is level five. And that unlocked his uh, chef job class. Okay. Uh, So different bonds like that. It also increases how much which. One of my favorite things of this game, even if somebody is not in the party, they earn experience. Not as much as if they were in the, the fight, mm-hmm. but they still earn experience. And you can change out party members in the middle of the fight. Okay. As someone who has played the other Yakuza games, up until chapter 12... The only thing you would get out of this game by playing other ones is, oh, Kamurocho, I recognize this map. That's about it. <laughs> All right. And then you hit chapter 12, and there are moments with characters. I was, like, not even kidding, crying happy tears today. Oh, that's great, dude. By something that happened in this game. And then 10 minutes later, I was, like, wincing at, someone getting their eye poked out um with a finger it, so is it is it like familiar i'm not i'm not super into the yakuza series i really want to because mm-hmm. it seems like modern day shenmue which is just like super weird and a- appealing to me yes like, um like, with some modifications obviously it's not like a one-on-one yeah. but um so is this like um like when Dissidia came out for Final Fantasy and it's just like, yeah, you can play this game, but you're going to get a lot more out of it if you have played other fa- Final Fantasy games? Like, is this like... Yes, uh, but I would say even if you didn't play the other ones, you will still get a lot out of this. Because like I said, it, it wasn't until Chapter 12 that stuff happened with characters that like 
really hit me. I'm like, oh, no way. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't play them, it does a good job of setting up that you should know these characters are a big deal in this storyline. Gotcha. Like, you don't need to know them, but you get a lot more by by knowing them. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but again, so far, it's just... I think that may be over now already. Like, it might have been just that chapter. Okay. And so you, you can easily play this game without playing any of the other ones. But I do recommend playing the other ones because they're amazing. Yeah, I started Kiwami, and then I got stuck on a boss fight. And it was like a really early boss fight. It was like right when my character got out of jail. And there was some bouncer guy. And uh, man, I just like... I think I know exactly which... Is it like in a circle? Yeah. Uh, like in a... Not quite a parking lot, but... Yeah, but there's like yeah. construction signs and stuff you can use to beat the crap out of the guy. Yeah, man, I got stuck I there. Think, and I, I think that may have been the hardest fight of the game for me. Yeah, man. Like I've redid it like five times that night. I got incredibly stoned and incredibly drunk. And I was like, maybe this will help. It didn't. And I just never went back to it. I'm like, that's that kind of sucks because like this is just like a weird game that I kind of wanted to spend more time with. Um, so I might just look up some strategy and go back to it. Also, I might yeah. I might not. There's ten bajillion games out there. We'll see. Yeah, and I'm gonna be one hundred percent honest with you. Did you play zero? No, no. Okay, first off, should have started with zero. Um, it is it is a, it is a it prequel. So, they made it so complicated to like figure yes, out where, where to start because like Kiwami is a remake of one, right? So Kiwami is a remake of one, but since they made that after zero, one of the things they did was added in story elements that continued from zero. Okay. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. You, you could easily get like understand for, without playing zero, but again, you'd get more out of it. Gotcha, gotcha. But if I had, like, someone came up to me right now and said, I plan on playing a Yakuza game. Which one should I play? I would probably be like, first, let me ask, do you like RPGs? Mm-hmm. Because Like a Dragon would probably be the one I say, first and foremost, you should play this. It's pretty amazing, man. Like, do you want this to be like its own, like, spinoff series or like? So this isn't even a spinoff series. This is technically Yakuza 7. Okay. It, yeah, it is the newest in the like f- official lines of games. Uh, like there was Dead Souls that came out on PS3 and Inshin, which we are still waiting for. We never got was, it. Wait, later. was Dead Souls? Was that the zombie one where Tokyo is? Yes. All right. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then Inshin is Yakuza that takes place in feudal Japan. That sounds cool. Never came out over here. Still waiting for it. Yeah, still but waiting. I don't know if more nerds like you play like a dragon. I don't know. There's a good chance they could get remastered, right? Uh, actually, for a long time, people have thought thought it is getting remastered, and it hasn't yet, mm-hmm. because Yakuza's popularity over the last couple of years skyrocketed. Like, once Zero came out, they started really going hard on Yakuza over here, mm-hmm. which is something they didn't do for... Like, Yakuza 5 came out digitally only on PS3 over here, because it just wasn't a thing, really. I remember that was one of my first like Black Friday purchases. I actually got Yakuza 4 and I still have it like sealed because I I never. That's awesome. I got a lot of games that day. So I remember like I got really into Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Future Soldier. I spent a lot of time with that. 
and a lot of time with Need for Speed Shift. Not a lot of time with Yakuza Four. Um, but uh, yeah, like that's a, that's a series I've always been curious about, it. and so it's interesting that like this seems like the biggest departure from what made the series what it was. But like this is you think is actually just like a good starting point and like a good place to to check out. I really do. Cool. Um, and that that's why this game is just incredible because like like I said, the best way to put it is it is everything Yakuza except for the combat system. Literally every single thing in the game besides that is you like you would if you didn't see combat and just saw, just saw someone playing this game, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is just like all the other Yakuza's. Which is insane to me that they managed gotcha. to pull that off. Well, there are a few things in this game I'm not a fan of. So in combat, sometimes. So the characters will move around while in combat, like you can't control it or anything. They just do, which actually can drastically change up. Like, I always hope I get the one character as the first combatant when it comes in, because I know they have an AOE attack. They're like, oh, the the other, like, the enemies are bunched up, so let me use that AOE attack. But if I don't get him, then the enemies start to disperse. I'm like, no! Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes characters get caught on things, and it doesn't stop them, but it injures them. Because, like, if a, if a normal person, you know, you go to use an attack and there's a bike in the way, a normal person would be like, I'm going to walk around this bike. <laughs> right. But, this, but the character will 98% of the time, like, kick the bike into the opponent to do extra damage. 2% of the time, fall over the bike and hurt themselves and then attack. I'm like, okay. All right. Um, and uh, I had a point where a character got stuck, mm. like literally stuck. And then just the enemy was being attacked by nothing. And then my character transported over there. Gotcha. But there is one, th- uh, one great thing I have to say about the combat. And that is pound mates. Pound mates are the summons. So they cost money to use. And you have to unlock them through either side mission. Actually, all of them are from uh, side stories. And you unlock these summons where some of them, like one will do damage and has a chance to poison the enemy. Another one will heal some of your MP. Not enough to make it make me happy, but whatever. Uh, another one will either heal MP or HP. You never know unless like you're full on one, then it will definitely do the other. Gotcha. And then some will just do damage and et cetera. But it's the summons themselves that are wonderful. So the one that does damage and poisons is a crayfish from the side. So the side mission was basically, and this gives you a perfect idea of more of the side missions. You find this crayfish on the road and you're like, little buddy, you shouldn't be up here. And you throw him back in the river. And this homeless guy comes over and he's like, no, you threw Nancy in the river. Why'd you do that? She was my pet. I walk her all over the place. And you're like, okay, I'll go get her again. So you do. And then you come back and he goes, perfect. Let's cook her up. And you're like, wait, 
what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I've been plumping her up perfectly. So you have to go get him a sushi set and then you save Nancy. And Nancy becomes one of the summons. Sure. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't she be? Really? Without, without telling you wh- how you get them, some of the other ones are a chef, but like she, she's just a very nice soup chef. Uh, a chicken, uh, a yak is a member dressed up as a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clearly, yes. These are some of the other. Oh, uh, one is the leader of a scooter gang. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. These are. I want to. I want to cut you off. This sounds like a just fever dream from like the late nineties. Like that's, that's what I want to say earlier. Like this story seems like complete unbridled, just bet for lack of a better word, where like it is just absolutely insane. But it doesn't sound like it's that far out of pace with other Yakuza games, right? No, that is exactly how Yakuza games are. Yeah, okay. That's what, like, it, ev- this entire game feels like a Yakuza game. Like, it feels perfectly copied. And then just for combat, they just decided to add in, like, change up the few numbers and letters, and it became an RPG. It works magically so yeah that is yakuza like a dragon there is a lot to be said about it but the game is just incredible it is a long long rpg i honestly don't know how many hours i am into it it's a good question actually i'm curious but yeah that is my game of the year right now i didn't think final fantasy or hades could be beat yet here we are here we freaking are um, I'm still leaning towards, I think we're going to do like a big blowout either end of the year or beginning of next year when we talk about our games of 2020. Because, yes. I mean, sorry, Austin, it's been a sh- year, but the it games, has. but the games were good. The games have been wonderful. Yeah. So like there's at least that, like, I know it's like small, small potatoes compared to what's going on in the world. But like, if there's something we can celebrate, I think we owe it to celebrate it because it's really easy to just lock yourself up in the basement and not do much this year, but there's some stuff worth, yeah. worth praising. And so I think we're going to do that soon. Um, but yeah, yeah mine's probably, mine's probably Astrobot. <laughs> for being honest. I mean, Astrobot's amazing. I could, I totally get it. I really like platformers and it's just like a very, very well done platformer. Um, but let's see, look at the time we got like, eh, probably like a half hour. Yeah. Elijah, I, I say it's time, right? It's time. Yeah, it's got to be time. time. All right. And by time, we should specify trophy time. Ooh. So George and I are very, very into collecting trophies on PlayStation consoles. It influences some of my purchasing decisions, Elijah. Like that's how much I obsess about it. I totally understand. Also, side note, I just checked. I am 47 hours, 26 minutes, and 29 seconds into Yakuza. It's two whole days, man. That's incredible. That's incredible. And I'm going for the platinum in this game. Uh, just <laughs> while we're talking about trophies, I'm, right. it, it, it is an easy platinum, just time-consuming. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah. George, how did you get into trophies? I never gave a shit about them, to be honest. I listened to Podcast Beyond when I was in college. I think the very first episode I ever listened to was right around the time uh, like Dead Space 2 
and like Killzone 3 were coming out. So it was like okay. the February, January, right before the PSN went down, right before Portal Combat Day. And I remember flying back to to England when I was studying abroad there. I was like, I need something to listen to on this flight. So I just downloaded that. And they kept talking about trophies. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I have any of those. Because I had never really paid attention to them. And then I got my first trophy, I think, like, or sorry, first platinum trophy. I want to say, like, the next January or something. Because, like, I came back from studying abroad. I had my senior year of college. I had to focus. I had to do all this. And then... um I was on winter break and winter break in the Northeast. I don't know how it is in other colleges, but like winter break is so freaking long. Like it's basically like from the first week of December, usually to like February 1st. Like it is an exceptionally long. That is very, very long holiday break. And so I just, yeah, use that time to get into games. And then I got my very first platinum. And then I was like, Oh man, that's kind of cool. And then I started doing research back from there about like other games I had played. And then I started really focusing on platinums. Now it's it's it comes and goes over the years. There's sometimes where I really really care, and there's other times where I didn't get a single platinum trophy in a, in a calendar year, and that's like absurd. That in an entire uh, year's I, worth of gaming, I didn't go for one. Twenty ten, I didn't get a single trophy. Not a single trophy. Not even a platinum trophy. Just no trophies. Just no trophy at all. Hot damn. Um, yeah, we should say the one website that I think we're both using right now is PSN profiles. profiles. Yep. That this, place is amazing. Um, I'm on it every single day. Yeah. All right. So yeah, there is a three year gap. Um, my very first trophy ever was like the first trophy you get in borderlands. I don't know why that game just spoke to me. I just thought the cover was really cool. I bought it and then I got super into that game and that was a very, very first trophy i ever got welcome to flint or wanted flint when you get to that first town and then three years after my very first trophy i got my very first platinum i don't know what it was like something about it just seemed like so impossible and like daunting like getting the platinum in a game but then you play resistance burning skies and you're like oh that's actually not that hard to get the platinum in that at all actually <laughs> no no it's not hard at all no um, and then from there, I was just kind of hooked. And so like every single game I was looking at, I'm like, can I do this? Can I can I get the platinum? Oh, this game has multiplayer. Are, are the servers still up? Oh, man. Hmm. I don't know how interested I am in getting this game if I can't get the platinum in it. Like that, it legitimately influences. I have come to accept if there is a game that requires multiplayer and the multiplayer is not up anymore, I will still get it to go for trophies. But... I am going to pay a significantly reduced price. Yeah, that's I will still gladly get it and play it and get what trophies I can, but I will pay a very significantly reduced price. Like, um, Turok on the PS3. Oh, yeah, had, yeah that game. Yeah, that came but, close. Uh, do you remember what the trophy list is like? I don't because I play that one on 360 and that's weird because I had a 360 for five years, six years before I had a PlayStation 3. Never gave it about achievements whatsoever. Really didn't at all. Um, I don't think I have like an insignificant when you consider like how little I've played Xbox since I got into PlayStation in like 2010. I think I have a, probably a somewhat like I think I have like 17,000 gamer points or something like just from high school and college. Nice. Yeah. So like I that's a good amount. 
But like, it was just like, oh, it was never like me chasing achievements. It was just like, I want to see if I can beat Call of Duty 2 on hard. Like, I just wanted to see if I could. I wasn't chasing anything. Uh, whereas oh. now, like, now I'm going to play every Call of Duty on better to try to get that. Maybe Turok on PS3 did not have trophies. And I'm thinking of the achievements. But that is still a perfect example. Uh, say it had 40 achievements. There was one single player achievement. And it was beat the story. That's frustrating as hell. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. And to this day, I still never have. See, that's uh, a good that's a good example then to get it on PlayStation 3. So you don't have to worry about trophies and you can just play the story. Exactly. And it's it's not gonna give you OCD when you look at your uh look at your achievement list. list and it's like you have one percent of the achievements. I'm like that's <laughs> nah, not gonna fly. How about you? When uh, when did you get into to trophies? Way Back in the day, I got a PS3 40 gigabyte used. Uh, I was already big into achievements on 360, and that started very early with 360. Uh, I got my 360 on Christmas Day of the year it came out, and the whole achievement thing started early because I was like, oh, let me see if I can get all these. And then it escalated. So 2009 comes around. I get my. Uh, PS3, but at the time, like, PS3 trophies, whatever, I don't care. Uh, in fact, maybe I got it earlier than that, because I was playing MotorStorm, which did which never got trophies. But then, in 2009, I got my first game that did have trophies. So my very first trophy ever is called Buggy. Win five festival races using a buggy in MotorStorm Pacific Rift Ooh. on January 12th, 2009. And then I got 15 trophies that year, all of them from either MotorStorm Pacific Rift or SingStar. Because I got the PlayStation 3 for PlayStation exclusives. Okay. Mainly for MotorStorm. Like that. MotorStorm was the game that sold me on a PlayStation 3. Then my PS3 broke. And I didn't get a PS3 again until the beginning of 2011, which is why there's that year gap without trophies. And again, I was still in it for the exclusives. Mm-hmm. So my like the rest of my going Killzone 2, God of War, Killzone 2, Sports Champions, Killzone 2, SingStar, Killzone 2. Oh, Rock Band 2 I must have gotten on PS3. Oh, yeah, uh, you're super close to that one, right? Grant, I don't want to talk about that one. Okay, yeah, sorry about it. <laughs> I have all of the achievements. That's cool. Do you have all the trophies, though? or No, no, I don't. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Gran Turismo 5, Killzone 2, Killzone 3. Like, these are the rest of my achievements going on for a little while. Uh, Gran Turismo 5, Dance Dance Revolution, Killzone 3, Gran Turismo 5. Modern Warfare 2 in March. You get the platinum of Modern Warfare 2? I don't know, actually. I might? Hold on. Uh, oh, um, sorry. I thought, you were, I thought you were rattling off plats, and I was like, Jesus Christ. No, no. Um, I'm curious, so let me see. I do not have the platinum. I'm missing one, two, three. Not too many trophies. Yeah, trophies. One, two... 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. You're probably pretty far off. 
Um, mainly, it's all spec ops. Yeah, so you're pretty far off because those things are damn impossible. <laughs> I didn't. Ha- I didn't have anybody to play with yeah. on PS3 um, because I I did all the spec ops stuff on 360. Mm. Which is why, like, I'm like, when did? When did I start actually really did I start going for trophies at this point? Because I know I played that entire game on 360. Why was I playing on PS3 again already? I know exactly which like chain of events it was. So like I um yeah, it was that Christmas break, which like went on forever, and I was having like severe back pain. Cause I had like just graduated college in like 2012 okay. in the in the fall. And I was sticking around because I, I had a cyst that I had to get removed off my back. And it was just, it's so painful to walk. So I just, that was when I decided to like get really into video games again. I was like, can I have like a, a new renaissance? And so it was, I remember platinuming in like a three day period. I got resistance burning skies. I got the first Sly Cooper. And then I got um, the original Borderlands. Ooh, nice. And then after that, um, I said I wanted to platinum Mass Effect, and I think I went on like a little rant a couple episodes ago about how pissed off I am at the original Mass Effect. Oh, the the trophies are ridiculous. For it's buggy trophies. And then I got like one trophy away from like Mass Effect Two, but then PlayStation uh, All Stars Battle Royale came out. I got that one in like six days, and then I got seventy five to ninety five percent of the Tomb Raider trophies, except like hit the level cap because multiplayer was actually being played back then, so it was a huge pain. In the- to actually get stuff done and then it was just like one of those things where like every couple months i'm like i think i want to platinum i think i need to platinum something like it was it, it, it felt very similar to like cigarettes for me where it's just like well you know it's been x amount of time i should probably do this right now and so that yeah it was like january 2013 was like when uh when i was set off on my on my trophy shaped journey so looking at my trophy my uh platinum trophies I got my very first one was on May 1st, 2012 mm-hmm. Borderlands. My second May 29th was Uncharted 2. And then I earned two, three, four, five more in. Oh, God. Yep. By the end of that year, I was already in on Platinum's. Resistance Burning Skies, Killzone 3, Motorstorm RC, The Walking Dead Season 1. Hannah Montana, the movie, the game. Yep, I was already in on tr- Platinums at that time. Good job, buddy. And then I got one in April 2013, and I didn't get any until November 2013, mm-hmm. where I got four of them. <laughs> the Walking Dead Season 1. Yeah, that feels on, right. On uh, Vita. Mm-hmm. Then Sound Shapes. Sound Shapes. Sound shapes. <laughs> I, I don't count that. That's bullshit. That that is such that is such like an asterisk that needs to be there. Also, like I can't believe they shut down the servers to that game. So like you can't even do that now. So like you have to legit beat it three times now if you want the trophy. Oh really? But I don't even know if that'll count because like there's no online service. Like I, it's a little questionable. Also, I'm pissed that they closed the servers for Hotshots Vita and Hotshot Golf. So there's one online trophy that you can't get, thus oh, preventing you from getting the platinum trophy. So like I remember downloading that, being all excited, then trying to connect. I'm like, maybe it'll sneak through. 
didn't because of course it, it didn't. didn't so yeah so i had to delete that because i'm like oh, i don't really want to spend my time playing a game even though i love golf games I'm like i don't really want to spend my time if i can't get the platinum trophy but you know what uh one of my proudest weird platinums that thankfully on vita the servers are still up for mm-hmm. assassin's creed liberation on vita really they're still up i mean it's like asynchronous multiplayer where like you don't really do anything but thankfully it's still operating so you can go after it um oh man yeah sorry i'm looking through my trophy list right now yeah it's just it's literally all borderlands modern warfare 2 little big planet call of duty classic Modern Warfare 2. Oh, man. Like, Bioshock. There, there, yeah. there is a lot of BS on mine. I will fully admit it. You That's know, one and- thing I want to talk about. Um, are there any Platinums you're not proud of? Um, Anna Montana, the movie, the game. Uh, Wasn't that? I remember So I listened to like old PlayStation Beyonds, and I'm like super bored and stuff. And um, I'm pretty sure they... like mailed that to Shuhei Yoshida and that was his first platinum was Hannah Montana the movie the game that's amazing I'm pretty sure that's true <laughs> uh, my name is Mayo my name is Mayo uh God, you should feel you should feel bad about that puzzle showdown 4k uh-huh um yeah I I have plenty oh uh the Green Lantern game on PS3 oh uh, see don't feel bad about that because I actually was gonna uh, do that once <laughs> oh uh, don't worry, it's about to get a lot worse. Inksplosion, Inksplosion, Survive Mr. Cube, Energy Cycle, Energy Invasion, Energy Invasion, Energy Cycle, Slide. Slide is that game that was available in the U.S. and they took off because they're like, this is basically just a cheap way to get trophies. Mm-hmm. And then it went back up on U.K. servers under a different name. So I gave my friend the dollar to buy it. And she did. Okay. I I platinumed it. Um, Drowning was a super easy one. Oh, and here's where it gets Uh, worse. Yeah, dude, that was the last, like, normal week of the year was when I got Drowning this year. Uh, It was, like, first week of February, last week of January. I'm like, huh, I got got time to do this. (laughs) Uh, X-Men Destiny. That one took me a little bit just because you had to keep redoing the one mission over and over. And then what's this one? Super Destronaut DX, Super Destronaut DX, uh, without escape, without escape. And then we get into the weeds of this year, and I'm like, let's get a whole bunch of truth of Platinums. Uh, Foxyland, Foxyland 2, Little Adventure on the Prairie, 36 Minutes of Midnight, Super Weekend Mode, Midnight Deluxe, Super Weekend Mode, Midnight Deluxe, Foxyland... <laughs> Those are just garbage time stats. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's true. I I have a couple of those. Like, I think it's totally different if you engage in a trophy war with someone, which like I used to do with friends where we'd say like, okay, in the next five weeks, let's see who can get the most trophies. And so we'd write our stats down. We'd have like a little spreadsheet. We'd update it. Super fun to do. Uh, that's another important thing, I think, is that uh, trophies won't mean anything to you unless there's someone else in your life that they also mean something to. That that's true. You need uh, you need someone else to compete against, or just to with, I guess. Honestly, once you came on to the podcast, I have been back into trophies more. Yes. Um. So I actually, I do want to come up with a like challenge for us 
for the year 2021. Okay. Like we try to think of something for us both to accomplish and we can see who accomplishes it first. Okay. I'm, I'm down for that. So we'll have to think of some, something there, but I want to ask what are some of your most proud platinums? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, let's see. Looking through, I'm going down back to the beginning. I understand resistance is like a super easy game. I still think it's like a pretty good first game, especially when you consider that yeah. like it's, it's percentage is so much lower than a bunch of other games. Like, 39% of people who play that game get the Platinum, but like 51% of people who play Ghost of Tsushima get the Platinum. So it's like, all right, well, it's a little harder than that game, I guess. Or like, Yeah, true. Technically. Um, Borderlands is easy, but I'm actually really proud of that one too, just because it is such like a also, big, big, weird keep, game. Keep in mind that 39%, that is how many people on PlayStation or PSN profiles have that trophy. That's a good point. Actually, 11.1% that have played the game have the platform. That's a good point. Yeah. So these are like the super hardcore nerds because they have an account here. Um, yeah. So they're the people most likely to. Um, let's see. Looking over. Really? I have like every Far Cry game going back to three. That's just fun. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm proud of the Skyrim Platinum. I'm proud of. Vice City, I'm probably most proud of. That game is, I think, brutally hard just because it's like kind of glitchy. And there was a time where like I thought I was stuck on a glitch, but I, I was just an idiot. Uh, the Blood and Truth Platinum, I'm very proud of. Uh, well, for me, a, a lot of it is like the amount of time it takes. Understandable. So like I got, I'm really like Uncharted Drake's Fortune. It took me three years just because I put the game down. It's so, like I hate looking at that. But then, like, a game like Blood and Truth, it took me one week. I'm like, all right, that's pretty good. Assassin's Creed Liberation took me six years. I'm like, all right, that's not very good. <laughs> but then, like, Call of Duty Modern Warfare took two days. I'm like, all right, that's, that's pretty respectable. Just getting, I, it, getting it done in, in one go. When I was game sharing with my one friend, she had Modern Warfare. Mm -hmm. So I have, like, all the trophies, but, like, two. And we don't game share anymore. So I'm like... <sighs> I need to buy Modern Warfare at some point to get those last two. I mean, it's a really easy Platinum. Oh, yeah. Incredible. I think the only two things I have to do on that are, what is it? Shoot so many people while hanging off a ladder or hanging on a ladder. Mm -hmm. um, and the other one is that one where you, ha you have to sneak around and kill every person on the map. Uh, yeah, I had to redo that one a couple of times. Uh yeah, those are the last two I think I need. Uh, yeah, that, I think that was the last one I got. Um, let's see. But like ones I'm like legitimately proud of. I'm legitimately proud of Drive Club. That is a good one. I'm legitimately pr proud of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Another very good one. I'm legitimately proud of Tomb Raider, both on PlayStation 3 and the Definitive Edition. And I'm really proud of Anthem. Like no one, like I don't think that game is. I, I really want to get the Anthem one. It's good. Well, I mean, I would hurry just because like it's really I know how to do it now. But like I assume Anthem Next is coming or whatever. And it's like I don't know what's gonna yeah. happen to that. So, yeah, good point. I probably should go get it. Um so I made a list. I whenever I get like really bored and like anxious, I usually just make lists that's just like helpful to me. And so I did that with um with trophies. And so like there's one really cool feature on psmprofiles.com where they talk about this thing called a trophy advisor. And so a trophy advisor yeah. basically lists 
all the trophies you don't have that are the most earned trophy. So it's just basically like, let's see, I'll just click it right now. Trophy advisor, um, 95.98% of people with the game Tetris effect have clear 100 lines. I've apparently not played enough Tetris effect to clear 100 lines, but it's just telling me that like that most people who play that game get that trophy. So that is probably the easiest trophy you could get right now if you really wanted to. And so I do that all the time with platinums. Like you can sort by which trophy type you're trying to get. And so it tells you like, what are the most common platinums for you to get? And I've made a list. So I'm at 68 trophies or 68 platinums right now. And I made a list. And so you were talking about goals for 2021. Mm-hmm. And I might get a head start, but I really want to get to 100 Platinums. I really do. That was originally, like that originally my goal for this year. And I'm a little weird because like, I've had so much free time because of the pandemic. And I've been unemployed for just big chunks because no one was hiring for a copywriter. But I was like, just not in a good headspace to game because like for me, it's like about blowing off steam. It's like, well, I got no steam to blow off. So I don't really want to like, I want to be productive so I can feel like I earned video games. I can't just. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I get that. Mess around all day and like not do anything. And then haven't earned my video game at that point. Um, So I made a list of like 31 games that I want to try to beat to get to 100 and then i have no idea what my 100th platinum is going to be but i'm, tr- I'm trying to save that for something special realistically I, a I star wars game i was basically doing that also uh in fact i had my name is mayo too and i specifically was like i am not playing this until i get my 100th platinum which turned out to be miles morales that's a good one that's a good one i messed up man i thought that was my 69th platinum and i was really excited but i I guess i messed it up and i'm only at almost nice i'm only at 68 now so gotta find something garbagey for 69 so i i i have to gloat about something for a bit oh please what is your rarest platinum Ooh, 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 ooh. um yeah well you play ridiculous japanese games that i know like no one's ever um, I don't have any like platinum for those. Mm. Uh, but while while you're finding that, I will go over some of my like proudest platinums that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I have Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. I got it in like two weeks, and it, I played it for like sixty hours. Was it a um, super, was it a super intensive platinum? Basically, it had like there was an extra mode, and you had to keep replaying it over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It wasn't like super intensive, but it was one of those like, all right, let's do this again. Um, with some other ones, I'm really proud of Deadly Premonition on PS3, uh, Resident Evil Seven, Kill a Kill IF, mm-hmm. The Witcher Three. In fact, that, I 100 percented that game. That's amazing. That that in, one you should be proud of. In all of January this month or this year. Wow. I. I because I had some trophies beforehand because mm-hmm. I played through the game once years ago. But basically all I got from that playthrough was story-based trophies. So I basically re-got them. Mm-hmm. So in January this year, I basically 100%ed the game. That's awesome, man. I spent way too much time on it. Then uh, Killzone 3, Battlefield 4, Wait, you got the platinum in Killzone Three? 
Yes. That's insane. Killzone 2 is like one of the hardest trophy lists I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, because it's all those freaking online ones. Yeah, and then Killzone 3 was not much easier. I still can't believe I got that one. Yeah. Uh, Persona 4 Golden. And then, did you find out what your rarest platinum is? Yeah, my rarest 4.57% Star Wars Battlefront 2, and then 4.92% platinum trophy for Blood and Truth. What is the PlayStation percentage? Not the PSN profiles, but the PlayStation percentage. I'm curious. Um, mine is not loading on that. Let me. So basically, you need to click into the game oh, and then should. hover over it. All right. Oh, 2.14 for PlayStation or for Star Wars Battlefront. I, uh, or, yeah, my my rarest platinum. 1.04% on PSN profiles. Yeah, on PSN, 0.1%. All right. Ooh, 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 ooh. I think I'm about to beat you. Blood and Truth, 0.95%. No. What did you say? I wasn't actually listening. I was just excited. 0.1. Yeah, okay. Ugh. If you had to guess, what would you think it is? Uh, I'm going to assume it's some imported game, maybe nope. Hyper Dimension Neptune. Oh, it, nope. Okay, definitely um, not. No, in fact, uh, I, don't know. I mean, very it's probably, American game. Well, I get. Ooh, that's a good point because it's super rare. So that means just a lot of people bought it. Um, a lot of people probably didn't care at all about trophies. Grand Theft Auto Five. Nope. I got uh, this in. On March 2nd, 2014. It was the first one that came out on PS4. Um, Watch Dogs? Madden 25. Oh, man. I bought that game strictly because it came with like NFL season pass or whatever, like NFL league pass. <laughs> like it was like a hundred bucks for a Sunday ticket. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have the platinum in this. Oh, good grief, dude. 0.1%. <laughs> All right. But but then I also want to ask you, you know, not even platinums. Mm -hmm. What what is your biggest trophy accomplishment? Um <clears throat> that's I know that that's like a way people look at trophies. That is just not a way that I really I guess interact with trophies just because for me the, the accomplishment is the platinum. Um I guess like just trying to get as many as I can in like a month. Like I, I, I can do that where like, um, let's see, let me go over to my stats. The, the reason I ask while you're looking, I mm -hmm. will say mine is a bronze trophy that I got two years ago. Okay. It's called freedom fighter, complete 50 gorilla actions in red faction, gorilla remastered. And the reason this is my biggest achievement for trophies, which is a weird sentence to say, mm -hmm. I am the very first person to ever get the trophy. Oh, that's awesome. And so, like, on PSN profiles, it says that, but on PSN itself, it was at 0.0%. And then I got, I popped the trophy, and it popped up 0.04%. That's really I was the cool. very first person to ever get that trophy. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been the first one to get a trophy. Um, 
<clears throat> I was definitely rushing with Bug Snacks. I wanted to be like in the top 50, but I missed that. And I think I realistically missed Assassin's Creed. I do want to be in the top 50. Ideally, first Platinum. That would be incredible. But I don't think I'm ever going to have that kind of look. I'm just not very good at video games. Like, I, I like playing them. I like what they do for me mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever, all that stuff. But I just, I, I don't know if I'm, like, cut enough to, like, really do it. Um, okay, my 284 trophies in one month. Ooh, that's a good one. Five Platinums in one month. I, I think that like like that's the kind of thing that I consider like I can't really name individual trophies like I'm trying to remember just like an extremely frustrating one. I know what the next frustrating one I'm going to get is going to be. Uh, in the original Infamous, like there was like this thing called a stunt list where you just had to accomplish random acts, but you had to do it in a particular order to unlock the next one. And I think I'm about to do like a Infamous one replay on hard and evil to like get that because I, I do kind of want to get that platinum. Um, and I want to get the infamous two platinum also, but that I one is going to be just well. such a pain in the because there's like there's one in the middle that I just got stuck on my first playthrough, and then all the enemies stopped spawning because they beat the game, so then I just couldn't progress. Oh yeah, you know, um, so that's going to be like the next pain in the trophy for me to get. Um, besides that, are there any games? Uh, I want to wrap up soon just because I got the yeah. I got stuff to do. I got got to yeah. roll got to roll some dice in a bit for D and D. If you know what I mean, yeah, you I know what it. I mean. I was very explicit. Uh, yeah. But are there any that are just jumping out to you? Like what? I need a goal. I need I need a goal right now because like it is currently December fifteenth. I haven't gotten a platinum in a long time. I want to set a goal. I want to meet that goal. I want to check back in on progress next week. I want to either do like the Spyro trilogy by the end of the month. Or like Assassin's Creed Two, like I want like a good like. I I would say the Spyro trilogy because they are easier platinums, but they're not like just handouts. Sure. Still, like you know, you have to, and they're good games. Mm-hmm. So I'd say go for the Spyro ones. Okay. Plus, it'll be good, so I can delete that. I really want to also beat Call of Duty Black Ops, so I can just delete it off my PlayStation and finally install Cyberpunk. Yeah, I'm like dying go. to do that. Um. All right. By the end of the month, we got I got like another what fifteen days. Yeah, I could yeah. I could I could platinum three games in fifteen days. I'm oh, yeah. I'm George Cam Newton Loftus. Damn it. Yeah, that's the spirit. <sighs> All right. And All right. I, I would like to like once a month do like a trophy check in. I the, like that on on the podcast. No, I like that. You and I would be like, all right, here's what we did trophy wise. It's so, like the first podcast of each month. Just be yeah. like, here are the trophy like. We got this many trophies and it's like this many platinums and or gold. Not worry about silver or bronze yeah. or whatever. I'm I'm, like I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. We are going to wrap it up for the evening. You can catch Frameskip on pretty much any podcast service of your choice. If you have the ability to leave a review, please do. It really helps us out. And I think I think you want us to get out there because that will really help make the show better. Even if you have a question, you can go to bit.ly slash frameskipq or frameskippodcast at gmail.com as the email. You can find us at frameskippod on Twitter and Instagram or facebook.com slash frameskippod as well. You can find your host, Seth at Seth S. Taylor, me at Local Lizard Man. Austin at Austin J. Eller, 
and George at GB Loftus and coach at Frameskip Pod. Thank you for hanging out, everyone. George, thank you for being here. Uh, Yeah, we're going to start doing trophy stuff more often because trophies. I think so, too. And I think if we start being uh, like about it to Austin and Seth, they're probably going to get into trophies, too. And I understand it's like it's it's all relative. Like, I know Austin doesn't care that much about trophies. But like, man, if he got the platinum in Monster Hunter World, like that would be freaking incredible, right? Like, that's... yeah, yeah, it would. So we are going to wrap up. Uh, good. Goodbye, everyone. And to leave you with an ending, we will pop this trophy. I don't like it. I don't like the PlayStation 5 trophy, but we'll talk fine, about that later. Fine, fine. There it is. That's the sound. That's the that's it. That's the juice.